0: You're listening to the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. And for the month of February, we're going to be looking at the Beatitudes in Matthew's Gospel, chapters 5 through 7. And we hope you enjoy listening to our Beardcast and blog posts about the Beatitudes. So check us out at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians, hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Bechtold. Uh, this week, we're going to reflect upon the last few weeks we've been spending, uh, looking at discipleship, and we've done that in many different ways. And so, uh, Zach, as we reflected back on what we've talked about and what has been written, what are some things that kind of have stuck with you uh, in this conversation?
1: You know, I, I really, this has been one of our, uh, my opinion, and maybe it's biased, but I think it's one of our, our best conversations that we've had um, since since starting a year ago, um, and, and I, I think it is, I, I think it's one of the best conversations we've had because it, it's been raw and honest about discipleship, about what we're called to do and uh, about the intentionality behind that and, and the conversations that we've gotten to have with uh, people like Chris and between you and I, and uh, have, have, I think a lot of it's going to stick with me. Um, you know, the, the thing that I heard the most feedback on and people talk about was our, um, um, our conversation on counting the cost and what discipleship means personally. And, uh, we honestly, in, as individuals, as in a church, one, we don't ask enough of people. I don't think we actually take discipleship that seriously. And, um, and that, like I said, that comes from the conversation that you and I had when we said that, but it also is coming from conversations that I'm hearing from our listeners uh, having in their own lives of, uh, of that counting the cost and taking it very seriously. Um, and, and so I think that's what's going to stick with me the most uh, as I move forward about being very intentional about those two things uh, with myself and with uh, people I encounter. But what about you? What's going to stick with you? I think the
0: outside of just having the conversation of the cost of discipleship and realizing that there's more to it than just showing up, that it's actual, you know, life giving, um, things. I I draw back to what we talked about, um, last week and we talked about the, the true cost. And are we pushing churches to grow deeper? or Are we just happy with people just showing up? And I've been reflecting upon that a lot lately and, and, trying to figure out what can we do to challenge people to do that and and to see the importance of that, that it's an eternal um, thing and it's not something that's temporal Uh, because far too often when we ask people to grow in their faith, um, we, we do it in small increments to be like, look, if you achieve this, you get this. And, and, and that's the way our society works, but the way that the kingdom works, it's, it's the focus of the eternal. And, you know, that that the goal isn't here on earth, that the goal is to do the best that we can here on earth now. um, So that way our reward comes in heaven. And I was thinking back to when I was praying the Lord's Prayer on Sunday and realizing that um, it's God's kingdom. And God calls us to be active and to um, be present in it in so many ways, to speak justice when there's injustices, to be a presence in those who uh, lives that need to be a presence. And discipleship is bigger than what we realize. And I think far too often when we try to can it or we try to uh, put it in its place, you know, you can't put discipleship in the corner. Uh, um, You just can't. and I think for me, in and, and reflecting upon that, and, and that statement is true, is that we've done that. We've put it in the corner. We put it in the corner with missions. We put it in the corner with evangelism. We put it in the corner with worship. And we, you can't. It, it's got to be everything. Everything that we do mm-hmm. is that because we follow Jesus. We are his disciples. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I believe you can't put discipleship in the corner.
1: Before I go on a really serious note with that, that's going to be on the shirt. Uh, nobody puts discipleship in the corner. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right in my job. Perfect. Um, no, and you're right. We, you know, we, we taught, talk, we've talked about, we've discipled, or uh, we've curriculum discipleship to death. We've, we've. We have. We've put it in a corner and we've made it a program. We've made it, um, a stepping stone, uh, into feeling better about ourselves or feeling like we're, uh, quote unquote good Christians. And, uh, which that's a, that's probably a term we should probably do a podcast on sometime, by the way. Um, but, uh, we have and we, we set it aside and we don't take it seriously and we don't actually live into what being a disciple means. Um, and and we do. We have to take it more seriously. We have to hit the ground running with it and never stop. Um, because it is a lifelong process. Um, you know, it's not it's not like going going to college and getting a degree and being done. Um this is this is a lifelong process and it, it very much that eternity piece. Um, man, that's that rings very, very true into what discipleship is, and we've cheapened it. Uh, cheap grace is another one of those terms that will stick with me for a while, um, if not ever. And um, we we can't cheapen it. We can't make it um, less than it is. And I think we're running a fair, uh, not a fair, uh, we're running the, the line very quickly to do that.
0: And I think that that's the thing is that we can't, you know, we can't cheapen it. No. And we can't forget about it, but those mm-hmm. other a- avenues of means of grace are just as important as well oh, and and the, yeah, everything you do, whether it's worship, evangelism, or missions or fellowship, should be done with excellence because you're doing it for the mm-hmm. kingdom of God, right and I think what's yeah, happened we, I think okay. what's happened in the church is that we and I'm trying to be not, uh, I don't want to have to bleep myself out here. Um, <laughs> we, um, we don't do things to the fullness and we do mm-hmm. things half, half, right. Halfway. Um, and, and I'm struggling with that.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and, and, you know, you said it, you said it the right way earlier. You said, I mean, it's not on, we put it in the corner. We've compartmentalized so much, everything that we do in the church, Children's, youth, young adults, um, discipleship, worship, contemporary worship, traditional worship. We pigeonhole all of these things and we pigeonhole people into them and say, this is how you, know, you go here, you go here. And when you do this, you can now go over here and you do this piece of it. And it's not. We can't compartmentalize the church. Um, You know, missions plays into discipleship. Discipleship plays into evangelism and worship and prayer and, you know, all of the things that we do as a church. And yet we're trying to pick pieces out and cherry pick and say, okay, now go over here and do this piece so you can come over here and do this piece. And we got to stop. We got to let it all flow and play into each other. Um, Or honestly, we're going to keep going. The church is going to keep going the direction that it's going. And know uh, what Jesus did, though, like everything no, that he
0: did. All. <laughs> well, no, like you go back to the Gospels and, and you read the Gospels, and if you haven't, I would encourage you to do so. You know, start with Mark and then move to Matthew and Luke, and then John. But if you see how Jesus operates, um, Jesus doesn't operate in compartmentalized ministry. No, not at all. um Everything he does has all those elements connected into it, and that. Yeah. Boom, it happens. And why can't church life be that way? And that everything we do is centered around the discipleship, our following of Jesus Christ. That everything we do, even the refereeing I'm doing this weekend, is centered and focused around my love and faith in Jesus Christ. And there can be times where I'm gonna to have to be very generous and give grace to those little kids and not blow my whistle. And then there's gonna be times where a technical foul will be called because the person was being a jerk. And so team up, you know. Um, <laughs> I've had enough of you. Here's your tea. Um, and what if we start doing that with our everyday disciple life that we stopped just halfing it and giving it our all? And, and, I, and I want to challenge us. Our, 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 ask yourself this. This is a good question to, to ask yourself, especially as we're getting ready for Lent and we're getting ready for that season of repentance. Am I giving Jesus my all? Because God gives us God's all. And the more that we give God our all, the bigger the reward in heaven will be. And there will be times that our all will be struggled and and it won't be hard. But, you know, there's something to be said. If you're you're sick and, you know, you've got the flu and you're giving it, you know, you only have 75%. But if you're giving it the best 75% you can give, God understands that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is we've made an excuse and mm-hmm. we've said, well, I can only give 75% because, well, that's all I want to offer. Or, you know, right. the, the, the 10% model, Well, I, I gave my 10%, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Nowhere does Jesus talk about that. Jesus talks about giving us, he wants our all. He doesn't want a right. portion, he wants all. And, I, right. and the more I think about discipleship and the more like, I'm, I mean, I'm getting like like, I'm fired up. Uh, oh yeah i had uh, way too much coffee this morning well, this <laughs> and, and, and that made, like this is cup number two and we won't even talk about the uh the uh, large right. dr pepper that i <laughs> had this morning so i'm like i'm firing on all cylinders at least from a caffeinated uh, standpoint but what if we did this ask the simple question since we've kind of centered around the cost of discipleship really for this whole four past weeks mm-hmm. are you giving jesus your all and I think yeah. that that's a good uh thing to to transition into,
1: you know. I I I would further that question. I'd make it a two part. Are you giving Jesus your all? Or are you saying you're too busy? Ooh. It, that seems to be the excuse that we have. Oh man, I'm just I'm so busy. Um but you sat down and watched three hours of The Bachelor last night. Tell me uh tell me where that works and uh into this. Um, and we all do it. We, we all prioritize and, and do these things differently, but I'm no longer going to allow the excuse of, I'm too busy. Uh, it was one of my least favorite things when youth told me that in youth ministry and even in campus ministry. And uh, I really don't like when adults say it to me either, but we're all busy. I get it. We have to be intentional. Are you going to be intentional about your discipleship? Or are you going to continue to make excuses? And so, that I think we should probably leave it with that question. Um, and, and we, we just want to thank you for checking us out in the, in the discipleship series if you missed one. And we encourage you to go back because we really had some great conversations uh, over the month of January with, uh, between ourselves and with some other people. And so check out the blogs if you missed the blogs. They were great. Uh, you can catch it all on uh, the beardedtheologians.com website and uh download um anything off google play itunes and you catch us here on youtube um we want to give you a heads up as we move forward into the month of february um we're going to be talking about the sermon on the mount so if you want to pre-read some things it's going to be matthew um five through seven roughly yes and yeah and uh and so we're, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the Beatitudes, we're going to talk about uh, the law, and we're going to talk about um, being showy. And so uh, we're going to talk about all those things in the month of February as we head into Lent. And so we, uh, we want to encourage you to check us out there on uh, the podcast as well as uh, blogs and things. We have some great contributions coming up as well. Um, We would
0: love for you to purchase some beautiful Bearded Theologians gear. Not only does it help further the conversation about what what it is of what we do, it also gives you some really great gear. um, And it's just good stuff to have. uh, uh, For the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Uh, I'm Zach Bechtel. And it's almost spring training. Woo! Spring training! Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians Beardcast. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians or look at our other content, go online at beardedtheologians.com. And also, don't forget to pick up one of those beautiful coffee mugs or t-shirts that we have on our website as well.
1: I that word. Sounds good to me. All right.
0: Let's kick this pig. You can go. Uh, I don't want to have to bleep myself out here.
1: Uh, blogs, more content, all of those types of things. Also, we would encourage you to go to our store. Um, we have coffee mugs and shirts and all kinds of things. Everything that you buy. What else do we need to talk about? Oh, oh gosh, I hit my microphone. Sorry about that. Audio world. Uh, maybe we'll clip that out later. <laughs>